Hey, 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 it's G.S. Luthra coming at you while cruising on the roads of New Jersey. It's a bright, sunny day today. The beach, I'm sure, is filled with tourists and Jersey Shore dwellers. Bros and their bikini babes. Guidos and Guidettes. So, as I was saying before, guys, you got to be smart with women. Don't get played. Don't get used. Don't get abused. Careful if you do get married, especially if you're rich. Make sure that you protect your finances in that prenup. You have got to get that prenup. You just have to do it. All right, now if you're just a normal, regular guy and you both have equal income and you're poor, then okay, I guess you don't have anything to lose, so you could ease up on the prenup or not even have one. It's up to you. You know, if you get lucky, good for you. You find a good girl, good for you. But for everyone else, be careful. And you see, don't put women on a pedestal. Don't think there's some divine angel sent from God himself that they're special and this and blah, blah, blah because they go to church or wear certain clothing or speak a certain way or they're from a conservative part of Europe or Asia, wherever. That doesn't mean anything. Give a woman a lap of luxury in a Western country like America where she has pretty much absolute freedom to do whatever she wants. Give her all the luxuries, give her all the money, and give her all the hunks in the world. Ripe for her picking. And then you'll see what she really is. That's a real way to test her character. Then we'll see if she truly does love you, if she remains faithful. You know, I saw this show called uh, Temptation Island, and it got a lot of controversy and you know, you could say it's another product of Western degeneracy, and yeah, I won't argue with you on that. It's probably right. I'm sure it is correct. <laughs> but at the same time, it does give you a bitter dose of reality in that if you put couples, if you isolate them from their significant other, and you give them the paradise, you give them the luxury, you give them a whole bunch of guys or gals to choose from, then, you know, most of the time, as you've seen in that show, about 75, 85% of the time, the other person will cheat. I remember the end result was uh, one guy left with another girl even though his uh, original girl was crying and begging him to go back with her. He still ditched her. Uh, there was one couple that stuck it out and then they, the guy proposed to her so you know that's nice. And uh, another girl went home alone. She ditched her boyfriend and said, you know, I want to go home single. Uh, there was another couple that split. You know, because you see, 
so many of them cheated. They they kissed somebody, they brought someone to their bed. So, you know, say what you want, but in a way, it tells a lot of truth about human beings, especially in this uh, degenerate Western world we're living in. Now, keep in mind, Western society ain't bad. Like, I'm not saying it, it's terrible. It's not bad in itself. I'm talking about Western degeneracy. I'm talking about all the filth you see on the media and the TV shows, the reality shows, all of the crap you see on the news. That's all part of Western degeneracy. Western degeneracy includes fake news, trash TV, the media, politics, the uh, social corruption, social justice warriors, corruption in the government, everything, rigged economy, all that. The uh, over consumption going on, the consumer culture, it's all part of Western degeneracy. All right, so guys don't get played, understand that the only and biggest weapon a woman can use against you is her genitalia. Once that is taken away from her, she has no power over you. She has nothing she can use to tame you with. And once you understand that, then you truly liberate yourself from being used and abused by women. You see, when you are able to... When you have taken care of your finances, your health, your fitness, everything, and you've worked on yourself for a while, you're at a point where you are, you know, I'm not saying cocky or arrogant, but you are, you are a strong man, a strong masculine man. I'm not saying you have to be like this caveman nonsense. No, that, that, that has nothing to do with it. That you're just a, a normal guy who's not going to, uh, get played and uh, have any let any woman have her way with him. Once you get to that point in your life, it can happen in your 20s, 30s, or 40s, whenever. It's never too late and it's never too early to start. You know, to get there. Once you reach that point, then women really can't do anything to you because when they try to tame you by threatening no sex. It's not going to work on you. You'll just see it for and see her for what she is and then just dump her and leave. And then she'll realize that you're not one of these chumps. You're not one of these uh, validation guys. These thirsty, desperate men. Because you know that there are 4.5 billion, give or take, women on this earth and that you can get thousands, thousands of gorgeous, beautiful women to give you all the sex you need for free. And once you know that, and once you have become proficient at your life skills, then a woman who tries to tame you will be put in her place. You will do it automatically, and then she'll realize that 
she's got nothing on you. Once you take away the, the threat of no sex, she's finished. She has no power over you. Alright, so enough about that. Uh, I want to talk about the economy. I'm seeing again on fake Fox News that they are promoting, praising Trump for making the economy great again, blah, 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 it's booming, and this and that, yada, yada, yada. And then I saw a little bit of his speech uh, last time. And I've already talked about this before. I'm just going to keep it very simple. If you want to know what's really going on in the world, you got to get out and see it in the real world. On the street, in, in life, okay? At the workforce, talking to people. Observing them. That's how you know what's really going on. And when you watch these campaign, uh, well, these, uh, I should say, these rallies that uh, Trump gives speeches at, you, oh, I'll give him credit. He does do a good job during his speeches. When you listen to him, it makes you think that, yeah, he is making the country great again. It sounds like it. He has that charisma, and he is pretty good at being persuasive in his speeches. But if you can just use your head for a moment and really listen to what he's saying, and then you investigate a little bit, you'll quickly find out that that's not the case. The economy is not booming the way Trump claims it is as with uh, fake Fox News. No, it's not. It is not booming. He likes to tell you that it is, and it may sound good, but the reality is it's not. All you have to do is just take a stroll at America's famous cities. You go to New York City, or Atlantic City, Dallas, Portland, Baltimore, all right, pretty much any city in this nation, you'll see how great it is. Take New York, for example. New York City. What do you see when you go there? Trash, bums, tourists, people don't even speak English. A lot of people speaking different dialects. Bunch of suits and skirts rushing to go to work in the rat race. Filth everywhere. Crazy people. That's the greatest city in the world? Are you kidding me? You take a look at New York City and compare that with, let's say, Singapore. There's no, it, it's like a stark contrast, black and white. 
Singapore, it's clean, it's efficient. You only have educated, qualified people there. But in New York City, <laughs> forget about it. It's, it's, it's just filthy, it's dirty. Corruption, it's nonsense, okay? You know what I'm talking about. I don't need to explain it to you. Take a look at Atlantic City. Ghetto, dirty. It's like you go there and all of a sudden there's this like dark shade in the atmosphere. Because there's nothing there other than casinos. What do you do in Atlantic City these days? Nothing. There's nothing other than gambling, going to the beach for, you know... <laughs> A little bit here and there and, and that's it we're getting drunk going to clubs and I don't know getting a prostitute if you're into that but I don't do that so I only thing I can think of is gambling and going to the beach there's not really anything else to do there I mean you're basically limited to the beach and the casino but how many times can you do that and what about the natives the natives they're screwed the people who live in Atlantic City I'm talking about the natives not the tourists not the the weekend uh, gamblers I'm talking about the natives that live there every day they're screwed they're essentially they are screwed and then you look at New York City most New Yorkers, I read it, uh, uh, there was an article about it. Most New Yorkers cannot afford to live in their own state because it's just too damn expensive. And people are working a lot harder than ever before and for a lot less. Longer hours, greater difficulty in their work, and they're getting peanuts in return. And uh, let me tell you something, whether it's Trump, whether it's Obama, whether it's Bush, Clinton, whoever, I don't know who's going to be the next president. I can tell you right now, they're not going to fix the economy. It's never going to be fixed. Never. It is never going to become great again. And you know how? You know how I know that? And you know why? It's very simple. If you look at American history, during the booming of the industrial age, factory workers, all right, probably your grandfather or great-grandfather, they got tired of being abused. They were working, basically they were slaves, toiling away at factories, doing very rigorous hard manual labor for these big corporations to make them richer and they got tired of it you know why because the promise was that if they worked hard and helped to make technology grow the future would be 
splendid. They would be given shorter work days and a much, much significant buying power for the dollar. That was the promise given to them by the industrialists. Let me repeat that again. The industrialists made a promise to the workers back then. Most likely your grandfather, great-grandfather, or, okay, to the people who were breaking their backs working for them. They made the promise that if they worked hard to make technology grow and expand, that the promise of technology would mean that they would have a shorter work day, a shorter work week, and ultimately a greater buying power for their dollar. But the exact opposite has happened. The dollar today is supposed to have much, much more buying power, but it does not. Instead, we have the rise of Bitcoin and other digital currencies. That should tell you something right there. If, if a digital dollar, whether it's Bitcoin, yeah, yeah, let's say Bitcoin, for example. If one Bitcoin, a currency that doesn't even exist, <laughs> that exists in a freaking computer, is worth 5,000 American dollars, that should tell you all you need to know about how well this so-called booming economy is really doing. And this is the thing that Republicans and conservatives don't understand. They refuse to get it through their thick, stubborn skulls that the economy is not booming. It's not. It never has. And it never will. Because the promise made by the industrialists has not been fulfilled. We, today, according to the industrialists back then, we today are supposed to be only working maybe four hours a week, if that. And we should be able to buy beautiful, spacious homes for $500 to $5,000. Now, you may think that's crazy, but no, that was the promise. We should be able to afford nice cars for a lot less than what we're paying today. That $85,000 Mercedes should be able to be purchased for eight hundred fifty, Not $85,850. Or maybe even $85. According to the promise that was made by the industrialists. Alright, now that was a while ago. Today. Today. 
we should be living free. We should not be struggling every day in this stupid rat race, killing ourselves to make these greedy corporate fat cats richer and be paid uh, peanuts, pebbles in return. But somehow, somewhere, Americans got screwed up. Their minds have been twisted into accepting this perverted belief system called the hard work culture, where everybody thinks that hard work is a great thing. In fact, they worship it like it's some sort of a god. It's become like a cult. It's like a religion. Everybody wants to work so hard and they condemn anyone who wants to be lazy, which means they want to do things more efficiently. They want everybody to work hard like them and suffer and live like slaves. And this is how the few control the masses. They are doing so by controlling their minds. And this rigged economic system has imprisoned the United States of America. Its citizens are trapped and they don't do anything about it. And it's all over the world. It's all over the world. But in America, the promise was made by these corporations who also had ties with the government so in a sense you can also blame the government too because they were part of it that people worked hard their grandkids and their uh, their kids will be living in a booming economy where they don't have to work too hard and that their buying power will be astronomical compared to what it was during that time but as we can see the exact opposite has happened. If people back then knew that this is what the world would be in the future, today, they wouldn't have helped those corporations. They wouldn't have killed themselves at the factory, no. They all would have left. And they did go on strike, though, in the past. But all that did was it just created a compromise between them and the corporations, the industrialists. And they just said, okay, we'll just uh, make it a 40-hour work week. It was a compromise to work them just hard enough, but not too much so they don't uh, rebel, revolt against the corporations. That's it. That's all the economy is today. And it hasn't changed. Trump's so-called tax cuts isn't doing anything for the average American. It may be helping the rich, <laughs> but then again, <laughs> that's nothing new. That's the same trend that happens with every president. The rich get richer and the poor get poorer. So... You can say whatever you want, you can believe whatever you want, but the fact remains is that for most Americans, the economy 
is not improved. And the more you believe fake Fox News and Trump's speeches or whoever, nothing is going to change. A Democrat president is not going to change anything. A Republican president is not going to change anything. None of these politicians are going to change anything. None. Because they're all only interested in their own power. Okay, that's it. That's it. Nothing has changed. And until people wake up and realize that this country got screwed a long time ago by the people who are really running the world. I mean the people who really, really own the country that bought this country a long, long time ago. Then they're never going to wake up and things are never going to get better. You're always going to have the rat race, the economic slavery, and it's only going to get worse because now they're introducing AI. So nothing is going to improve. It's just going to get worse and worse and worse. All right. And I mentioned this before briefly about the Venus Project, which was made by Jacques Fresco. That proposes an alternative. If you haven't checked it out already, I suggest you take a look. It's worth taking a look because what he proposes is that you can take a quantum jump in the management of resources and technology and you can use it to liberate human beings and that way you don't need police you don't need courts you don't need prisons you don't need military you don't even need politicians or businessmen because you have technology that's being used to free human beings but he's dead now and I don't know if that'll ever happen so we'll just have to wait and see so that's all for today until next time take care